0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to my review of Pixar's latest film, Turning Red. And if you're surprised that there's a Pixar film coming out this week, it's probably because this one will not be hitting theaters. There was a decision made a couple months ago to hold this one back and make it a Disney Plus exclusive. I'll give you my thoughts on that a little bit later. Turning Red is from director Domi Shi, who won the Oscar for her 2018 short, Bao. You probably saw that before another Pixar film. It was co-written by Shi and Julia Cho, who was making her feature screenwriting debut. You... Turning Red is about Maylin Lee, a 13-year-old who finds herself changing in unexpected ways when she transforms into a red panda. The good news is she's able to transform back into herself, but the bad news is any kind of excitement or emotional anguish will bring out the panda, and keeping calm is tough to do when you're a teenage girl with a crush, a secret, and a demanding mother to deal with. The parallels to puberty are not subtle in this movie. As a matter of fact, Turning Red hits them head-on. One of Maylin's many public embarrassments involves her mother bringing her forgotten pads to her at school. So when we talk about coming of age in this movie, it's not just a metaphor, although there are plenty of those metaphors in the film. It's more of a holistic look at the experience of first taking those steps into adulthood and the anguish that that can bring into your life. Sometimes there are these weird coincidences because I don't think that this is something that would have been intentional, especially with all the release date changes, etc. But Disney is releasing two very similarly themed animated films, essentially back to back. We have last year's Encanto and then Disney Pixar's Turning Red this year. And they share a few different things in common. Both of them feature teenage protagonists. They both involve a coming of age ritual involving supernatural powers. And they both feature a female lead who has to deal with the pressure of expectation in a matriarchal family structure. And it feels a little weird to say that the movie about the teenage girl who turns into a red panda is the more grounded of the two, but these are all kind of fanciful, fantastical films. That's largely what you see coming out of Disney and Disney Pixar. I think what really sets Turning Red apart is that it's approaching the whole concept of getting older and the concept of becoming an adult from the teenager's level and the teenager's perspective. When you look at a lot of other similar themed films, and Pixar films specifically, movies like Inside Out and a lot of the Toy Story series, even movies like The Good Dinosaur, they approach growing up from the adult side, meaning this is about a child becoming an adult and dealing with those issues. Turning Red is actually a really refreshing perspective in that it becomes about a young girl learning that it's okay not to rush into adulthood and that it's imperative for adults to recognize that fact. Yes, sometimes teenagers need to mature, but sometimes they just need the permission to go see the boy band they really like without being made to feel guilty. Adding to this relatability, I think particularly for young girls who might be watching this movie, is its great depiction of an all-female group of friends, which avoids cliches of infighting and mainly showcases a healthy support group. This is obviously a story that is very personal for Domi Shi. She sets the movie in 2002, meaning that Mei is the same exact age as she was in the year in which the movie is set. The movie is set in Canada. That's also where Domi Shi spent much of her childhood and teenage years. But this isn't an exclusionary story. It doesn't feel so insular that it seems inaccessible or too personal in a way. From my perspective, I have to say that I found this to be an engaging movie, a funny movie. I actually did care about these characters and I think that the message came across really well. But my partner Mara really connected to this film and saw a lot of herself in this movie because she comes from a different cultural background. She came from a Jewish household with Middle Eastern family as well, but she related to so many of these themes about the expectations and the pressures and the perfectionism that can be expected of young kids. And it just goes to show you that the movie is told in such a way that even people that don't share the exact cultural background of some of these main characters can relate to these themes. This isn't a universal experience for everyone from these particular backgrounds, but it is a shared experience from a lot of people across different ones. I think that Turning Red is a great example of how you can use cultural perspectives and bringing in these ideas and these backgrounds from a wide array of contributors in order to help people from all backgrounds to understand understand and empathize how people grew up, where they grew up, and perhaps take those lessons and take those stories and apply them to their own lives, whether that's behaviors to avoid or make sure you're not doing. And I think perhaps some parents could watch this film and maybe a little uncomfortably see themselves in the characters of the parents, particularly Malin's mom. Or if you're a younger viewer, maybe to see a character like this who's going through what you're going through and in a strange way find relatability in that and perhaps find an avenue in your own life to try to find your way through difficult times or even start very difficult conversations. This is what it's about when we talk about embracing all kinds of different cultural perspectives because you can find universal understanding when you do that. I think that Turning Red is a very entertaining, sweet, and resonant film. And while it doesn't hit those transcendent notes as a lot of the other Pixar movies like a WALL-E or a Soul, I still think that it's one that's gonna leave you with a smile on your face for a large part of the movie. It is skewed a little bit more towards a younger audience but I didn't feel like I did in some of the Cars movies where I felt like the movie was sort of leaving me behind in favor of the younger viewers out there watching the film. The voice acting which is led by relative newcomer Rosalie Chang is as top notch as you would expect from Pixar with veterans like Sandra Oh and James Hong rounding out the cast and the music is outstanding with orchestrations from Ludwig Goranson and original songs for the featured boy band Four Town that are co-written by Billie Eilish and Phineas. My only big qualm with the movie is kind of a generational one, which is that the movie is set in 2002, and as somebody who was in my teenage years, just barely still at that time, I have a pretty good recollection of the lingo and the culture, etc. around that time. Not the specific cultural experiences, but pop culture, things like that. And there were definitely some anachronisms, some stuff that actually made me a little distracted at the beginning of the film, because I was like, wait a minute, I'm, I'm pretty sure they said that this was set in 2002, but did I misunderstand something? Because it seemed a little too current. It just kind of felt off to me. And then that's not something that a young audience now is going to understand. That's something, again, that their parents are going to sit there and think about. But I really don't know if the decision to set it as a period piece, other than matching up with the real life experience of the movie's director, made a big difference creatively for the film. I think you could have set it in the current day. I mean, boy bands are universal and they will always exist. Uh, And I think that you maybe could have gotten rid of what is going to be perhaps a little bit distracting for some of your older viewers. Again, though, I don't think that that is the key demographic for this movie. So it's probably just the oldsters like me that are going to be pointing that out. This should be an easy yes for families, especially with the fact that it is going to be on Disney Plus coming up this weekend. It's not going to be one of those. You have to buy it as an extra add-on or whatever. It's just going to be available on the service. And while I think that that is convenient for a lot of families who are going to be able to watch this at home it really is a shame that it's not going to be seen at all on the big screen because this is the hard work of a lot of people many of whom dreamed of seeing their films uh, on a big screen or in a movie theater or at least accessible to people and it does seem like a bit of a short-sighted decision from Disney back in January they pushed this film off of its theatrical release date and said it was only going to be on Disney plus but here we are now in March sitting in the wake of a 120 plus million dollar opening weekend for the Batman and I really think that this film would have done very well in theaters now maybe it'll sell enough Disney plus subscriptions economically to make it make sense for Disney, but this is the kind of thing where uh, if you plan too far ahead, I think, with these things, then you're really costing some people what could have been a great theatrical experience, and perhaps, again, some of these artists who wish that they could sit with their families in a movie theater and watch this film. Regardless, though, I don't think that you're going to lose a whole lot by not seeing this in a theater, and if this does open up access uh, for more people to see it, again, this is more than just entertainment. I really do think this is a movie that that's going to mean a lot to a lot of the people watching. And so perhaps that extra accessibility would outweigh uh, the kind of lost dreams of the big screen theatrical experience. So that is a recommendation for me on Turning Red. It's going to be hitting Disney Plus this weekend. Are you looking forward to it? Do you wish you could head to the theater and see it? Let me know down in the comments below, and if you want to see even more of what I'm up to, you can check me out on Patreon at patreon.com slash Dan Merle. We just made some changes to the tiers. I now have a $2 tier, a $5 tier, and a $10 tier, and they all come with a bunch of different things that are more accessible, more affordable. I dropped pretty much all the prices because I want to get more people involved, so I would love for for you to go and check that out and also stay tuned here on the channel because later on today this was an early embargo drop for turning red i will be talking about the batman the box office how does it stack up against other films march releases robert pattinson's history etc a lot to go over on charts this week stay tuned later today for that thank you so much though for watching this review until next time stay safe bye